in the Lightning. 450 metres to go. Nature Strip drives up on the inside to match Marabi. They're a length and a half September run. Cool and Gatter. Then came Bella Nipatina. And further back in the field, Mullane. It's Nature Strip trying to kick. Cool and Gatter's getting close. And September run back on the inside at the 150. September run drives through and Cool and Gatter. Then Bella Nipatina. Cool and Gatter in the centre lifts. Cool and Gatter in front of Bella Nipatina. I wish I win late. Cool and Gatter announces herself and wins it from I wish I win. Bella Nipatina, September. Thousand run. metre horses do what thousand metre horses do. They win thousand metre races. You've really um, latched onto that one, haven't you? I have, yeah. haven't I? I think there should be more thousand metre races. We breed sprinters. There's only two group one thousand metre races in the country. The Moyer Stakes and the Lightning Stakes. There you go. Would you be, hopefully, Cool and Cat is coming to um, the Quokka oh. for SEN. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to Ascot to me. Well, Nature Strip up, might do now. Nature Strip for the Quokka. Yeah, that's a good point. Might have to ask Rod Lyons. But when you have a look at the prize money, she won $600,000 for winning at Flemington. She'll win just under that if she wins the, the King's Dan. She has to go halfway around the world. And history tells you when you come back, usually you don't perform back to your best. And she can make a million plus if she goes to the quarter. Yeah, but history also tells her when you're like installing steam rooms in your house, cash isn't a big concern. Mm, don't know about that. So I don't think Johnny O'Neill's too concerned about like 600 versus 800. He's got plenty. And I think they want to go for a big ascot bender and okay. try and roll their horse home. That's what I think. Please. If I was betting man, which I am, yeah. that's what I'll be betting on. Oh, well, please explain. We'll start with you, Dean Watling. <laughs> My Please Explain comes out of the CS Hayes and the, probably the futures market, um, Australian Guineas. I don't understand how Jack and O is still $3.40 all-in markets. I just think that's an absolute ridiculous price. He should be much shorter, and I was not concerned about anything that probably come out of that, the CS Hayes race on the weekend. So my Please Explain, fellas, is why is he so long in that market and what's price will he start come race day? That's an interesting one. Jack and O does head to the Australian Guineas. And there's a chance that Ospapenko might be heading to the Australian Guineas as well. So which horse would you rather back if that happens, Jules? Well, at the moment, I'd want to be with Jack and I. Yeah. But, um, you know, as much as we sort of say he's going to be a great 1,600-metre horse, we haven't seen it yet. Uh, I love his – I think his platform into the Australian Guineas is going to be absolutely perfect. Um, but, yeah, I'm just – you know, I'd, I'd love to see, you know – the final field and then we, mm. we work it out from there on where he maps and all that kind of stuff and then you can go but I think Dino's probably right that is I, I didn't know I thought he would be shorter than that yep. yeah please explain for you well mine was the whirlpool the other thing I did I did notice uh, in the stewards report and this has to be a new policy from Racing Victoria because I haven't seen it before but yes. maybe this has been going for a little bit longer than what I have noticed but Anavisto and Marabi had to be vet checked before the race on Saturday because yeah. they'd had extended spells. So uh, Anavisto was 238 days and I think Marabi was 330 days. So they had to be vet checked before they went around. And I've never, I've never read that or seen that before on a racetrack. If you've had an extended spell, you had to be checked before, but uh, I wonder if I'm sure there's a listener out thing, there. Like a Saturday racing thing. Possib- there's no way they're doing that. Like there's, there's four year olds first up sort of like at Kyneton or something. Yeah, yeah. I know they've, got a few interesting policies especially around the international horses but i just wonder if this is new i'm sure a listener out there will know because i just noticed that in the stewards report that i've never seen before dk well, you'll please I've explain please explain mainly to the driver uh, dean splinters watling yourself is af cabin still the best three-year-old in the country 
Well, I thought he was pretty good on the weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah you like your horses stopping, do you? Well, I thought he was given a bit of a so task by Timmy going, Clark. It's going for 600, is it? Yeah, I wouldn't write him off just yet. No, I love the I love the run. I think it was when you're going forward and you look at the big picture, Tim Clark jumps off, J-Mac's going to get on, he's going to get up and trip, get off and strike at 21.6% first up and then go off a cliff at 14.1% second up and then they peak 26.6% third up. So I think it's perfect for punters out there. You're going to get a bigger price come race day. Um, the market's going to be against it. Punter's going to be against him. He's going to get a lot more ticks than um, I think. And I think purely it just gives us a better price. I don't think anyone was chiming in at fifty on the weekend. So I think it's nothing lost for us. And I still think he's one of the best, or if not the best, three-year-old in the country. We might hear from Timmy Clark before we get the comments from Jules and Dicko. Yeah, he had to do a bit of work at early stages. He couldn't get a spot anywhere and had to roll up outside the leader. And by that point in the race, he'd done a fair bit of work. Just probably left him a little bit uh, vulnerable late. A little bit, A little Timmy. bit vulnerable. He went two and a half lengths inferior to what he did first up. Yep. Which is, if you haven't... And what, he the... did, what he did first up wasn't elite. Okay. So you're saying that he is, what, not in the top five three-year-olds or... No, I'm saying he's thereabouts. Okay. He's certainly not the best three-year-old yep. in the country. Jules? I'm worried about him Yeah, off that run because we talk about... I talk about just, I think... A minute ago, I spoke about the perfect platform that Jack and I sort of got now going to a 1,600-metre race. And I just think it's a complete uh, reverse for, say, Af Cabin. It's been ridden warm. Um, I was worried about his action in the last 50 metres as well. Like, this is a – I think this run will really take it out of Af Cabin mm-hmm. without being in the camp. I don't know. But I think this will take a little bit to get out of. And, you know, he starts at $1.60. And I know Dano says, oh, not many – no one was taking it. He starts at $1.60 because – <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of volume in there at the dollar sixty. If no one wants to back him, he starts two fifty, two eighty. Volume is what speaks uh, with these horses' prices. So, um, and they yeah, bet, and that, they, they bet here. Like there's opinion in this. Race. Oh no doubt, no doubt. But like the positive is, is that he carries that. So that first up run, I thought was gigantic, and I was really looking forward so to it. Just... I was worried about. I was worried about the map. I thought they'd go back. They decided to go warm. And I just am now, I can't back him third up. I just, that's just me personally. I, I think that's a run that concerns me. Dino? Yeah, I think that's the only concern going forward that it's a pure gut buster. But I think we see it a lot. I think Anavista is probably the perfect example of a horse that you probably want to be against second up purely off a bomb trial into a really fresh, arrogant win first up. And they can often tailor off second up and then come back and peak third up. I think. It's going to take all of James Cummings and the Dolphin Yard to get him back up after that potential gut buster. But in saying that, it was a hot day. They didn't go too quick. Um, so potentially it's not as bad as we see, but it's fascinating. Craig's probably a much better market and conversation than Randwick and he's moving forward. Giddy up, of course, for Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. Gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. So Afcabin's $5, Ossip Pinko $5, Sue Tiger $6.50, Jackano $6.50, and Marcia Latte at $8, Golden Mile $13, and Pier $13. A few of those horses won't go to the Guineas, um, Dicko. So do you find any value in those markets? Nah, none. But, none. But I, I'm like genuinely excited about the race, and I think the prices will make it a, a betting contest. So not... because, because it got beat and got beat badly, it's now going to be a great bet. If it had it just gapped them, yeah. I wouldn't have even really. I'm not having. I wouldn't have even probably priced it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of been like, who cares? Yeah. I'm not being critical of Timmy Clark here. What I'm saying is that Timmy Clark probably thought that was the best way to ride off cabin on the weekend when well, he couldn't get horse, in. It's the best horse in Correct. the country if you listen to the driver yes. and James, right? Yes. So, like, what is he going to do? It's well, like, what it's I'm not saying. It's Clark's fault. The horse failed on Saturday. 
the horse sat outside the leader. The winner failed. Sat it failed. It uh, started at dollar fifty. Yeah, and got gapped in the so, last. Yeah, but had excuses. So you don't think? Did you think yeah, he ran best, well? The best horses in this country get get over excuses like that. Well, Nature's Trip did it in the Everest. They're not machines, though. Like it's forty. No, no, forty degree was day. Favorite. He, he worked out why did too much work and faded. I think we 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 have been we're victims, the punters of being in the Winks and Black Caviar era, where exactly. we just expect all our champions to win, win, win at these kinds of prices, and we're starting to realise that these horses yeah. aren't mm. as good as what they are. And there was a few at Sydney as well. Like don't forget Maria Mia, who's just Maria Mia. But put a massive number up, starts a dollar seventy-five or a dollar eighty, and then just obviously shows that she just got busted the previous start and can't hold that form. So we need to just try and recalibrate that they're not going to continue to Robots. win, 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 win. Yeah, win. And that's, that's um, my point. It's, it's, not, it's not the best horse. Yeah. It's not nearly the best three-year-old in the country, and it's going to be now very vulnerable in its grand final. It's going to be dependent on a barrier draw, a speed map, all these factors that if it was just too good for him, it wouldn't matter. Who's the best So Nature Strip got, gets beat sometimes, but the market says it's going to win. Yeah. The market says it's better than a 50% chance of winning most races it goes to, regardless of barrier, anything, because it's a really, really good horse. This horse, no. Who's the best three-year-old in the land then? Jack and I. All right, then. We'll take a quick break on the other side of it. In fact, we'll take the news. It's 8.32 on the other side of it. Full credits.